Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, mamacita, welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. On this episode of the Mamas Con Ganas podcast, I'm going to talk about how to free your mind, mamacita. Free your mind from... Free your mind from worries, free your mind from stress, free your mind from fear, free your mind from anxiety, free your mind from all those things that hold you back or that try to hold you back. Because there's some mental blocks that if we let them, they can really chain us up and keep us in this sort of like prison. So I'm going to do something interesting here for this episode. I always talk about thought work and about how we should be monitoring our thoughts from day to day and how if we keep tab on our thoughts and we're careful of the thoughts that we let in, in our brain or out of our head, if we're mindful of that, our lives can change drastically. But I'm going to show it on how I apply this on an everyday basis, on like the very mundane things, because believe it or not, our thoughts most of the time creep in without us really looking at them, observing at them, and thinking to ourselves, does this thought serve me or does this thought hold me back? So I'm going to show you what I do. I'm going to let you in to my mind and give you an example of something that recently happened to me. Um, it was just like, you know, thoughts that come came into my brain on, this was like a week and a half ago, an episode that I have of a day where I saw, wow, this stuff really works. The more that I put this into practice, the mind work that I talk about on the podcast, when I really put what, you know, if what I say I put into practice, my life is definitely better. So if I practice what I preach, whoo, hallelujah, my day definitely changes and my life changes. So I'm going to show you how I do that myself so that when you come across these type of episodes on your own, that you're so that you're able to, on your own, transform your thoughts, um, get rid of recycled thoughts that don't serve you and replace them with more mindful thoughts. So we're talking about looking at our limiting beliefs, shattering those limiting beliefs so that we can live the life that we truly want. So I'm really excited to share this with you because I find that a lot of times when we talk about self-improvement, we can look at it as if it's something far away or we can learn what it's all about, but then sometimes we don't put it into practice. So if you're like love self-help, for example, if you've been listening and to different self 
self-improvement podcasts. And then for example, reading self-improvement books, sometimes what might be lacking so that it actually transforms your life for the better is the actual putting into practice of the stuff that you're learning. So in this episode, it's really about, um, how, you know, what I do to actually put this stuff into practice myself so that you're able to on your own, on a very normal day, on a, be able to shift your focus and your thoughts so that you actually make your day better. So what happened to me uh, on this particular day, uh, uh, like a week and a half ago was that I was, I was at Costco. I was doing some shopping, some grocery shopping because that night I was going to have um, some guests over for dinner. I had my my great uncle from Venezuela, the the brother of my grandmother, and it was going to be a big group of family members that were coming over. I haven't seen my I hadn't seen my grand, great great uncle in a in quite a while, so obviously it was something that I was preparing with a lot of love, and I wanted to make the night special. But this is where I'm going to let you into my thoughts. Sometimes Valentina can get very insecure when it comes to like the kitchen. So when it comes to the home, you know, I've had this thought for a long time that I'm like good when it comes to decoration or when it comes to like organizing and putting things into place and like visually I'm creative and I'm creative in very different ways. But I've had a limiting belief for a very long time that Valentina is not creative in the kitchen. And I sometimes get very insecure when it comes to like figuring out what to make for dinner, what to make for lunch, what to make for breakfast. It's like, it's sort of like that homework that Valentina doesn't like to do because she feels stuck or she feels like she lacks creativity in that area of her life. Now for you, it might be completely different. You might think to yourself, what? Like figuring out what to cook for lunch, breakfast, and dinner. It's so easy. I got it totally figured out. But think of an area, I want you to think of an area where sometimes insecurity creeps in or where sometimes you feel that you don't have necessarily like a uh, an innate talent for or something where you struggle in, in terms of making a decision. Because that's where you'll be able to sort of click with me and say, okay, I, I got, I get where she's going and I, I can see and I can understand how my mind can function like this sometimes. So I'm in Costco and I'm, you know, I'm sort of under a time crunch because it's the afternoon and the guests are coming over at seven and I'm like, I got to figure something that I'm going to do and I'm going to cook. So I'm in Costco and I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, this is so stressful. Oh my gosh, I'm not good at this. Valentina, and I'm t- this is like the thoughts that are going through my head. Valentina, you know you're, that you're not good at this. Why did you commit to making a, like a dinner party tonight? You know, you, you never know what to cook. You never know what to, like, to make for your guests. Now you have to figure this out. And, and it's like, now you have to Google it. And it's just that heaviness overcame me immediately because these thoughts, obviously they're not thoughts that are serving me. And there are a lot of limiting thoughts in there, like the limiting thought of you're not good at the kitchen or you're creative at everything else, except for uh, when you're, when it comes to figuring out what to cook. So as you can imagine, like as these limiting beliefs start like flooding my brain, I start feeling completely paralyzed. Like I'm like, holy moly, what am I going to do? That's right. I'm not good at this. I'm not like immediately I, I go to that mode of thinking. But the good thing is, since I've been taking this thought work very, very seriously, particularly this year, and I've been monitoring the thoughts that come in and out of my brain, I caught it. And it didn't take long for me to like snap out of it because I thought to myself, what? What did I just say? I'm not good at the kitchen. That's not true. I can completely have, you know, become creative in the kitchen. And as soon as I like 
negate that thought that brings me down. It's almost like the weight is lifted off my shoulders and I can allow my creativity to come in. Whereas if I keep thinking to myself, you're not creative in the, I'm not creative in the kitchen, you know, and I, and I keep believe, believing in the, you can never figure out what to cook and this is so complicated and I don't like grocery shopping <laughs> and all those crazy thoughts to come into my head, then I, you know, that obviously paralyzes me. So the good news is, was like, I snap, I, I caught myself thinking this and I'm like, cause I became very nervous as when I, when I stopped the thought, I'm like, what, what did I say? No, 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 no. I'm not going to allow that. First of all, I have very little time to prepare for this dinner party and I am not going to allow this insecurity to just like keep me paralyzed here in Costco. So I said to myself, no, I'm absolutely capable of figuring this out. And as soon as I told myself that, an idea came to mind. And the idea was you're going to cook that recipe that you've done a million times, which is the Moroccan lamb stew. It's a Moroccan lamb stew dish that I absolutely love that I prepare with couscous. It's sort of a complicated recipe, but I've done it so many times that it's one of those things that I can do easily. But I just have to like glance at the recipe book, but not really because I pretty much know what to do, at least when it comes to like step one, two, three, four to like, you know, the finished product. In any case, I'm there. And then once I figured out what I was going to cook, I'm like, you know, I pick up the lamb leg that I was going to, that, I, you know, that I wanted to, you know, the size of the lamb that I wanted to cook and all the other ingredients that I needed. But then I have to figure out, okay, so I have to figure out what to cook for an appetizer. And so again, the criticism came, like my ego, you know, basically kind of like ran in and took over my brain again and was telling me, you're not good at this. What are you going to do now for appetizers? Okay, you might have you might have figured out what you were going to do for the main plate, but what are you going to do, miss, for the appetizers? Oh, I told you you couldn't do this again. You know, so another thought that came at that moment was you're not as good as. And I in in that moment I thought of my friend Amy. I had just come back from visiting her in Cincinnati and my friend Amy is one of these like amazing like moms that just always knows what to put on the table, what to cook. It's like she was like born for this. And so when I see the ease at which she is creative in the kitchen, sometimes it just like amazes me to the point where I'm like, wow, I really don't. <laughs> it's really not like where I really shine. And you see, even now as I'm talking to you, my insecurity can come back at me. So I'm there in Costco thinking, well, you're not as good. Like my mind's telling me, you're not as good as Amy. Like, who do you think you are? You can't do this, this as good as Amy can. And so again, I had to like stop my thought in the process. And I was like, okay, stop. Of course you can figure this out. You definitely know. Let's do it. Let's go. And I started being my own cheerleader. And I was like kind of able to snap myself out of the paralysis mode. Because when I get into the criticism and I, and I start you know, criticizing myself to the point where I'm feeling insecure, I automatically feel heavy. My chest feels tight. I get stressed. I feel anxiety. And then I get paralyzed. And then I just stay in that like rut for a while until I snap out of it. And I can tell myself something positive. Like you can do this. You can figure it out. Come on, let's go. So I want you to see like, where is it that you perhaps bring on that you know, that really, that aspect of yourself that criticizes you, that puts you down, that's like the bully in your brain. When does that bully come to your life? In what aspect of your life does she like dominate?
what area of your life does this, does this bully dominate? And does she try to like basically hijack? Like what's that area of your life that this bully hijacks you? The bully of your mind. That bully that tries to put you down and makes you feel like you can't find the solution for something, that you're not smart enough, that you're not talented enough, that you're not capable of, that you're just, you know, unworthy of solving whatever it is that you want to solve. So think about that area. And the next time, that you are, you know, working on that area of your life or actively doing something for that area. And when that bully comes, stop the bully and change the thought process. Like be your own cheerleader and say to the bully, I see you, but not right now. Like acknowledge the bully because sometimes we need to acknowledge it in order to move the bully aside. I see you, but not right now. Right now I'm busy. I'm busy trying to figure things out and give light to that divine intelligence that you need to tap into at that moment to know what to do so that you can find the answers to whatever you're trying to solve so that you don't get stuck in the rut and in the problem. Hey mamacitas, the summer of full calendars is finally here and our friends at Alta Beauty wanted to share the following must-haves for your fun-filled summer outings. First, let's start with Tres Luce Beauty La Flor de Mexico Shadow Palette, which takes you on a journey through Mexico with a mix of 18 matte, shimmer, and metallic shades named after beautiful flowers native to the land. Your next must-have is Tarte Tartlet Tubing Mascara, which is like lash extensions in a tube. The 24-hour flake-free smudge-proof longwear formula volumizes, lengthens, and curls lashes for a fabulous false lash effect. Lastly, don't forget to protect your beautiful skin with Some Bum Original SPF 50 Sunscreen Roll-On Lotion, which is formulated to protect your skin from harmful UV rays while keeping it soft and hydrated with antioxidant-rich vitamin E. So what are you waiting for? Get summer ready and head over to Ulta Beauty today and shop in-store or online for all your fun-filled summer essentials. Here's a fabulous question, mamacita. What have you always wanted to try? Bachata classes? Bungee jumping? Becoming a world-class entrepreneur? Glamping? French classes? A yoga retreat? Anything is possible. The world is your playground. And Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea is here to unleash your thirst for trying. So go ahead, ignite new passions and rekindle old ones. Learn how to salsa, how to code, how to invest in crypto and NFTs, create a nonprofit, take up meditation. Heck, go skydiving. Don't just put things on your bucket list. Do them. You might just fall in love with life all over again. Let's get real. Life's too short and you're worth it. Take this as a sign to say yes Opt in, go for it, because trying is what life's all about. So try Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea and then try something new. Get creative, because this taste is worth the try. Try Gold Peak. Now I'll tell you something else that happened that was kind of funny because it, this the reason I'm telling you this story is because it, the story has like an entire process. So I get home and I'm finally like, okay, I figured out what to do and I'm feeling all good about myself. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to make the lamb and I'm going to cut it. And, and I realize, holy moly, I'm not going to be able to finish this on time. Like I don't have that much time. This lamb takes like three hours like of, of cooking in the pot. Like, I don't have those three hours. The guests are coming. What am I going to do? And I start panicking again. And then again, I have to stop my head. No, 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 no. 
hold on a second, there's a solution to this. And there's a voice inside my head that says, I have an idea. You're going to use the pressure cooker. Now, for those of you who are like great cooks, who are used to using the pressure cooker all times, or who are used to making meals like really fast and who are just, it's like where you, it's your area of comfort. If the kitchen is your area of comfort, you might laugh at the next part because the funny thing about that thought about, I know what to do. You can just use a pressure cooker is because I have a pressure cooker that I've had in my house for like over 10 years, mamacita, but I had never, ever, ever, ever used it by myself. <laughs> like I had used it with when I had a guest over and we were cooking something and that guest knew, knew how to use the pressure cooker. I've used it with my mom when my mom has been over um, because the pressure cooker obviously cooks things like super quickly. But I myself had been absolutely mortified and terrified to use a pressure cooker all by myself. Now, don't ask me why, because I'm trying, I was trying to figure out where my fear of pressure cookers came, maybe because I saw a video or I'd heard a story about somebody that had used it, opened it incorrectly, and then it exploded in the kitchen. But needless to say, I had been, up until last Friday, completely mortified about using a pressure cooker. So as soon as the thought came, don't worry, Valentina, you'll just use a pressure cooker to cook the lamb faster. The next thought that came to mind was like, you don't know how to do that. And so it was interesting because the pressure to perform and the pressure, you know, to, because I was like, there was nothing that was going to come in my way or like get in my way of me having this dinner party prepared for my family. It was like the thing that I needed to overcome this ridiculous fear that I had of pressure cookers. <laughs> So, you know, it was like the first thought that came in, it was like, I know what to do. You use a pressure cooker. The second thought that came in was like, you don't know how to do that. And you're terrified and you're incapable of doing that. You were, you just cannot do that. It was like the doubter, the complete, like, you're not capable of doing it. And then the third thought was like, what do you mean? I'm not capable of doing that. That's BS. I'm going to figure out right now. In fact, today's going to be the day that I use the pressure cooker for the first time in my life by myself. So mind you, I call my mom because my mom's like an amazing cook. Call my mom to like ask her, hey, mom, I need to do this. Can I'm gonna use the pressure cooker because I don't have time for the lamb to cook. I don't have the three hours that, it, that I put it on like the slow cook, on like the low heat on the stove. I need to cook this quickly. And my mom's like, yeah, it's a great idea. I use the pressure cooker. I'm like, yeah, but I still don't know how to use mine. She's like, send me a picture. So I sent her a picture of the, my pressure cooker because different pressure cookers are different. She's like, well, I don't really know how to use that one. But and I actually stopped my mom in her tracks. And I was like, you know what, mom? I got it. I got it figured out. I'll figure it out. And I went on Google and I looked it up. Actually, she was on the phone while I did this. And I looked it up on Google and I was like, I know what to do. This is what you do. I looked up the brand of the pressure cooker. It was so simple, mamacita. It's like I was, you know, denying myself of something so simple to use, of acquiring a new skill. Because I don't know, maybe because I was lazy or I wouldn't, I was like letting that irrational fear take over. Or maybe because I wasn't motivated enough to actually use a pressure cooker ever and now I was, I don't know what I, and who cares about the why? The point is that all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to find the answer and I'm going to solve this problem. And it was so easy. It was so much easier than I ever thought possible. 
And in, you know, f- literally in five minutes, I figured it out. I, I put the top on the pressure cooker. I did what the thing told me to say. And then in 35 minutes, boom, voila, my beautiful lamb stew was done. Now, I know this is a very mundane story of a woman who is afraid of a pressure cooker. <laughs> but what I want you to realize is that this is exactly what we do to ourselves when we come up with these limiting beliefs. We just all of a sudden take a belief like you don't know how to use a pressure cooker. You're incapable of doing that. And like, for example, let me give you some examples. Like some people put limits on what, you know, what they're able to exercise or do while they're exercising. Like some women tell themselves, there's no way I can run three miles. And they'll believe that limiting thought until they actually tell themselves, wait a minute, what do you mean I can't run it? Of course I'm able to run it. And then they just do it. They set it as a goal. And then when they actually do it, they're like, oh, that wasn't that difficult. Same thing like what it was for me at the end of the day, it wasn't that difficult. Mind you, I know that there are much bigger goals and things that we're going after. But the point of the whole story is, you know, watch and monitor your thoughts and question them. And if you don't like the thoughts that are coming up for you, then decide to replace them with something else. Question your thoughts. Like, is it true? Like I had to question myself. Is it true that you're incapable of using a pressure cooker? And when I questioned myself for the very first time, I realized like, no, why would that be true? Why would I not be able to use something that millions of people use all the time? And so I was able to get access to more confidence, the confidence that I needed to overcome that irrational fear. And the thing is, mamacita, we do this with so many things in our lives. And the dangerous part about limiting beliefs is that we let them come into our mind, but we don't question them, like I said. And we just let them stagnate in our brain and in our conscious and in our subconscious. We just let them stay there. It's like this guest that we allow to stay in our house, but we don't want them. Like, it's like, we don't want the guests. They're not welcome there, but we're literally allowing them to take up an entire room of our house. We wouldn't let a guest that we wouldn't want to stay in our house stay there. So why would we let a thought that is not welcome, stay in our mind when our thoughts are like the most powerful thing that we can possess. Thoughts are so powerful so that we, so we need to be very, very careful to weed out those thoughts that are not serving us and then welcome thoughts and create thoughts that we want to have grow in our garden of thoughts. I don't know if you remember a time... (laughs) Maybe the younger ones, like the the younger people listening to me won't remember. But there was a time when I was younger where there was like, well, when I was like super little, there were like the vinyl discs, right? Yeah, I could, you can probably now know how old I am because of the story. But like the vinyl records, right? We used to put them on there and then we used to put the needle on there and it used to go. I was like five years old and these things were still being used. I was born in 79, in case you're wondering. <laughs> I'm 43 now. So I, I would, we would put the records, and in order to, you know, we'd let, you'd, you'd let the record play, and it would play until the record was over, right? And if we wanted to replay it, we'd put it back and we'd replay it. Some of our thoughts are recycled thoughts that are literally just, we're letting it play like, like a record, that's scratched. Because back in the day, when the record would get scratched, sometimes it would push the needle back to another place 
and they would keep repeating and repeating and repeating. Well, imagine a recycled thought that doesn't serve you, like you can't do this, or you're incapable of this, or you're not smart enough, you're not talented enough, you're not good enough, you're not beautiful enough, you're not skinny enough, you're not whatever enough. Imagine if you are letting that thought constantly repeat itself like a broken record, okay? So the idea with this thought work is to say to yourself, when you catch a recycled thought that you don't like, that it's not serving you, for you to say to yourself, wait a minute, I am not going to keep listening to this recycled thought, this broken record. I'm going to take the vinyl record out and I'm going to replace it with something new. Or like if you remember cassette tapes, remember cassette tapes? I remember cassette tapes. Or CD players, remember those CD players? You would have to take it out. You put stop, you open the CD player, you put the CD in there and you listen to something new, something that actually serves you. And this is where, this is where it gets cool. This is where it gets really interesting, mamacita. When you are, when you practice and you do, and you use thought work as if you're going to the gym and you're constantly telling yourself, okay, I'm going to monitor my thoughts today. And if you've never done this, this is like the perfect time to do so. Monitor your thoughts, grab a journal, and throughout the day, jot down different thoughts that you have and things that you say to yourself, both the ones, the things that you say to yourself that you like and the things that you say to yourself that you don't like. Write those things down so that you notice what you're thinking about, what you're allowing yourself to, to swallow, to ingest, because all of these thoughts are affecting your body, even at a chemical level, level, whether you know it or not. All of these thoughts are really being incorporated and then we're, we're putting it into our subconscious and our subconscious then dictates like how we act throughout the day. And the you know, the better thoughts we have, the more courage we're going to have to live the way we really want to live. The more courage we're going to have to go after those dreams that we really want to fulfill. Don't let those negative thoughts like come into your mind and create these spider webs. Because the longer you listen to that broken record, the more it becomes ingrained into your subconscious. So use my example. And in your life, See where you are thinking thoughts that don't serve you and then replace them with other things. Replace that voice that criticizes with the voice that's your cheerleader and free your mind, free your mind of those fears, let go of those fears, free your mind of those thoughts that don't serve you. Free your mind, baby. Uh, please write to me if you have any questions, mamasconganas.com forward slash 143. Mamacita, I'll see you next week. Love you. Besitos. Hey, it's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras Latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. 
Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.